is making a proclamation, a declaration that he wants each one of us to hear and to hear well. So when he says, I am the bread of life, he's saying, make no mistake about it. It's just me. Nobody else is the bread of life. Just me. I am the bread of life. Welcome to Tea with a Preacher, the message series from Fairfield Presbyterian Church in Mechanicsville, Virginia. Today is Sunday, January 15th, 2023, and we continue our series, The Great I Am's. Pastor Steve reads from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 32 through 35, where Jesus declares, I am the bread of life. We continue in our series of sermons. Last week we, we went to the pages of the Old Testament and, and learned why knowing God's name, why God's giving himself that name was important for us to understand. And that leads us into this series as it continues now with the great I am's that Jesus spoke in terms of his uh, explaining who he is to the people. Now, all of these are included or come from the gospel according to John. And John had the advantage of being the fourth gospel writer. His, his was the one that was written after the other three were already done. And John had the advantage of knowing what was happening in the church. What were people thinking? What were people uh, learning? What were people teaching? And, and how were they explaining? How were they helping uh, people to understand who Jesus is and what his life was all about? Who is the person and work of Jesus Christ that is the essential element of what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ is to know and to understand the person and work of Jesus Christ. And so John had the advantage of those years that had passed between uh, Jesus' life and ministry, his death and resurrection, and into the days of the early church. And one of the things that was happening in the early church was this issue of who Jesus was in terms of his divinity. And we talked a lot about that during the season of Advent and into Christmas in terms of trying to understand the mystery of what it means to proclaim that Jesus was fully human and fully divine. And John is trying to answer that question. John's gospel is intent upon us understanding that God was, or that Jesus was fully human and fully divine. Not sometimes divine, sometimes human. Not half divine and half human, but the mystery of fully human and fully divine. And so that is more than likely the reason that John felt that he had to include these self-proclamation statements that Jesus made about who he is. And so I want us to look at the first of the series of, of statements that Jesus made. And it's found in the sixth chapter of John, beginning with verse 32. 
verse 32 to 35. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But I said this to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. May the Lord bless this a portion from his holy word. Now there's a few interesting things that we need to see here to understand a little bit more clearly what Jesus was saying when he made this declaration of I am the bread of life. One of the things that we need to see is that Greek is a precise language. Last week I told you that Hebrew, not so much. Hebrew is more of a spoken language. The Greek, on the other hand, is, is more precise in how it's written and how it's spoken and how it communicates. It was a very precise language. And so sometimes the, the simplest little things make a difference. For instance, in Greek, spoken and written, you don't use a personal pronoun. In English, we would say, I am, you are, they are. We would use the personal pronoun for each situation. But in the Greek, you don't use the personal pronoun. You would simply say their equivalent of am. Because you know that it's the first person singular. And so therefore, you know it is I am. You don't need the personal pronouns. So they, they didn't use personal pronouns the same way that we do. But there is an exception. There is an exception to that rule. And that is if you want to, to pound something in, you want to hammer it home, you want to emphasize it, then you use the personal pronoun. So that when Jesus spoke to his disciples, and when John recorded it for us to read, he uses the personal pronoun, I am, to emphasize it, to strengthen it, to, to point it out to us so that we can understand the profundity of what follows that statement. He is making a proclamation, a declaration, that he wants each one of us to hear and to hear well. So when he says, I am the bread of life, he's saying, make no mistake about it. It's just me. Nobody else is the bread of life. Just me. I am the bread of life. And he was trying to, to help us to see that he was making this proclamation that he is the one who is like the manna. Remember the manna from Old Testament when the Israelites were wandering in the wilderness and go, gee, what are we going to eat? 
And then the bread from heaven came down and they found it every morning, enough to get you through the day, enough to sustain you. And every day after day after day, that bread was there for them to sustain them, to to get them through that wilderness period of their life. He's trying to make that statement that as the Israelites had experienced that, that bread from heaven in the wilderness, now he was indeed the bread from heaven to sustain, to give us all that we need, to, to be there to nourish us, to strengthen us, to, to encourage us, to, to give us everything that we need for the living of our lives, and that he is that, that ever-present help to be there with us and for us. Everyone who eats of this bread and drinks of my cup. Have you ever heard that sentence before? That's what he was trying to explain to the people. That it is through his love, his presence, through his being a part of our lives that we have everything that we need to sustain us to get us through life, whether in times of trouble or in good times, that he is there with us and for us every step along the way. Now, we don't always see it that way. Oftentimes, we put our hopes and expectations for sustenance or, or for that which, which upholds us in, in the oddest sorts of places. We think that, well, if I had X number of dollars in the bank, I'll be okay for the rest of my life. I won't need anything else as long as I have X number of dollars in the bank. And, and that number always changes. I've seen this with people. They get to X number and then it's X plus Y number. Then it's X plus Y plus Z number and so on. Or, or sometimes, especially in this day and age, we have this crazy idea that if we get the right political party in office, then, then everything is going to be okay. They're going to do what we need them to do and, and life will be grand and glorious. And we put our, our hope and our desires in these odd places. You could probably name 10 or 20 other places that we, that we wrongly put our hopes and expectations to sustain us, to, to be there for us, to, to accomplish what it is that we see that we need or want in our lives. But Jesus is saying, I am the bread of life. You don't need all that other stuff. I'll be one who is there with you. I'll be the one who is there for you. I'll be the one who upholds you when you go through dark times. I'll be the one who lifts you up when life takes you down. I'll be that one for you. That all that we need to sustain us, to get us through life, is the person of Jesus Christ. But there's more to this. More to this than, that we don't want to miss. You remember where I started with us on this series last week? With God naming himself, I am. 
Do you think that it is a coincidence that Jesus begins these statements about who he is with that phrase and strongly emphasized in that phrase, using the personal pronoun to strongly emphasize that phrase? He is proclaiming his divinity. He is aligning himself with his heavenly father. He is showing us that he is fully human, certainly, in the fact that he understands the purpose of bread and, and, and drink to sustain us. But he's showing us, too, that he is proclaiming his divinity. He is aligning himself with God. He is saying, I am God, here and now, the word becoming flesh and dwelling among you. That's what John is trying to do throughout this gospel. And that's why John felt strongly enough that he had to include these proclamations that Jesus made about himself, because they are proclamations of God's presence with us. When we say that Jesus is present with us, when we say that Jesus is the bread of life, we are proclaiming that it is God who sustains us, God who carries us, God who picks us up, God who guides us, God who directs us. It is God who is that ever-present help in times of trouble and in times of goodness. That it is God who is with us and for us every step along the way. You see, that's what Jesus was trying to get across to all of us, to the hearers in that first speaking of these words to the readers of these words through the thousands of years since that time. He's trying to get across to each of us that we're not going through life alone, that we have a God who desires to be in relationship with us, to love us, and to have us love him. That God is promising in covenant with us to be that bread of life for us, to be that water that we will never grow thirsty again. Everything that we need to sustain us in this life and in the life yet to come is found in the person and work of Jesus Christ. It is God's presence with us and for us every step along the way. I am the bread of life, Jesus proclaimed. He's proclaiming that God is with us and for us, no matter whether we're on the mountaintop or in the deepest valley of our lives, that God is there with us every step along the way. Would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, who makes you known to us who reveals your love to us, who reveals to us the desire you have to be in relationship with each one of us, to sustain us, to guide us, to be our ever-present help in every situation of our lives. We give you thanks through Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to Tea with the Preacher. To find more information about Fairfield, visit our website at fairfieldpcusa.org. Next Sunday, 
will brighten our lives as Jesus states, I am the light of the world. If you like what you've heard today, we invite you to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your favorite listening app.